Welcome to the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Felicia Atlas. On this triumphant Thursday, God is making supermen and superwomen for exploits this month. And for the remainder of the year, there are going to be some super special and spectacular works in the Lord. Brace yourself for today because I'm going to unclothe and uncover just exactly how the Lord is intending to shift his people into a super dynamic place and position to fulfill a dimension of greatness. Believe me, you have to hear this episode today for some super duper strength. It's going to be very exciting. I am excited. I know you guys can hear that big smile on my face. I am overjoyed. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord shall be your strength. So let's get that joy. Let's open our hearts and our minds to what God is doing today. It's going to be jam-packed, loaded, full of potential, full of power, full of grace, full of mercy, full of information, revelation, and knowledge to operate on another level. I mean, after today, you're going to see things differently. I mean, I'm challenging you to listen to this in its entirety because God is going to shift you into a dimension of greatness like never before. I just want to thank everyone for listening throughout the world. Oh my God, listening to little old me. <laughs> thank you guys for listening. Thank you for your support. I am so humbled and I'm so thankful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Continue to share. I love what the Lord is doing in not just my life, but in the lives of people in the lives of the listeners. People have been blessed. Um, we're still doing the greatness grant. We're going to do it until the Lord tells me to stop. We have awarded Jessica Hernandez for the month of August. She is a business owner by way of Canada and coming into the U.S. We're going to help her to promote, spread, expand, and enlarge her coast in the name of Jesus throughout the nations. And we're going to be working with her, helping her. So um, thank you so much, Jessica, for all of your support with the podcast and with the Boster Inc. And just allowing the Lord to use you for greatness and for be willing for being willing to enter into a dimension of greatness. So remember the greatness grant. We're still doing that in the month of September. You're going to have to visit FeliciaAtlas.com and send me a message. Tell me about your ministry. Tell me about your business. And we are here to establish the greatness of God in your life for such a time as this. We're going to do it in September and maybe even October. I don't know. But um, we just want to get people encouraged about what the Lord is doing before the beginning of the year, because we still have time to press out wine, to press out oil and to operate in the anointing so that we can get a head start on our 2022, which is going to be a year of divine destiny, saith the Lord. So God is going to give you your heart's desires. Make sure that you share the podcast with someone, someone that needs strength and encouragement, someone that's talking about starting a business and doesn't know how, someone that's weak in the Lord and needing strength of God, someone that just needs to be encouraged and just needs to you know, have some fun and someone that's interested in revelation and uncovering mysteries and the power of God and the virtues in the word of God. Share, share, share. We have new listeners this week from Amsterdam, New York, Hayes, Kansas, Sarasota, Florida, Boardman, Oregon, Hong Kong, China, Masao, China. I hope I'm saying that right. Singapore, South Africa. And we know that Ghana, Nigeria, and Ireland, you guys have been faithful from the beginning of the Dimensions of Greatness podcast. Thank you for continuing to listen. I mean, Africa is has shown so much love and support. You guys listen faithfully. I see clicks every day, all day. And just continue to share, continue to support, even on my Instagram page. You are greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. But don't just listen. Remember that you can share it. Send it to someone. It's a 30 minute of empowerment, of encouragement and reassurance that you can do great things in God. So just remember that also, um, Ireland, you guys, 
are just amazing. I'm like, Ireland, every time I see it on the map, I'm like, oh my gosh, these are places that I've always wanted to visit. I'm going to come visit soon. Looking forward to meeting you guys. So reach out, send emails. Let's chat about what God is doing in your life so that we can fulfill the greatness that God has in store for you. I hope that everyone had a wonderful holiday weekend. I'm sure that you had a time of greatness. I had a time of greatness learning how to fish. I called it fishing for greatness on my social media sites and you guys can check out those pictures. (laughs) I didn't catch anything, but I had a great time of relaxation hanging out with a very close friend of mine. And it was just a great time learning how to fish, even getting into boating. I'm thinking about purchasing a boat soon. So guys pray for me because I love water activities. I'm a very, um, I love nature and I love being out on the water. So that was just right up my alley to be out there fishing. I'm not into the worms and all that yet, but I love being on the water. The water is a very peaceful place. And so I hope that everyone had a great weekend. I had a great weekend. We have another weekend coming up and I hope that you guys have plans to spend time with family and to allow your heart to be prepared for what God is doing in your life, that you can share those times and those moments with people you love and with people that need it. There's a reason that I'm saying that we're going to get into that later on. It's going to be a great episode today. The song of the week is Theophilus Sunday once again. Now you guys know I spoke of him last week. He was the song of the week last week. He doesn't per se have songs. He has experiences. He has times of worship. So last week I talked about the power packed worship. It was like two hours long. I found it on YouTube, but this week I listened to his recording called restore our fire again. And I love it, love it, love it. He has many recordings. As a matter of fact, I spoke with him the other day and he sent me new songs and I listened to all those. And when I say I had a time of intimacy, encouragement, revelation, beauty, reassurance, the Lord just spoke so many different things. Again, the smooth atmosphere, the presence of God was just just inspiring to say the least. And he is a very humble man of God. He even spoke with me about the burden of the Lord and carrying the cross of God and being obedient to the things of God and committed. And he just lets the Lord use them. We all need a dose of that humility. Thank you very much, Mr. Sunday, for your willingness to help out on the project that we've been talking about. Thank you so much for blessing the people of God with your words. I also have another song. It's also um, a song of worship, a song of praise by William Murphy. It says, as we worship, it talks about worshiping the Lord. Another very loving, loving, I'm sorry, it's by William McDowell, excuse me. It's a very important time in this season that we saturate ourselves with the love and the mercies of God. There are things happening in the world and we need to be positioned. We need to be properly positioned. It's one thing to be in position, but are you positioned properly? Some people are in the place where God wants them to be, but they're not prepared in matters of the heart to receive the purpose and to activate and initiate and walk out the ways of God for such a time as this. So when you get into the presence of God, you allow God to saturate you, to humble you, to mold you and shape you, to become the clay in the potter's hand. And God also wants me to declare to the listeners today that there is a season changing, that as the seasons change, you have to also engage different encounters of worship, whether you change music or seek out new sounds of worship, new activities in worship, new encounters, the sound that you're seeking has strength and that strength can force you into a new movement. That sound can force you into a new encounter with God. It can also cause you to grow in the Lord. It's called a transforming atmosphere. That's what the word talks about when it says he inhabits the praises. So if you're praising God and he's inhabiting, that means he's coming to live there. If he's coming to live there, 
or coming to abide there, he's in the atmosphere. And if he's in the atmosphere, that atmosphere must change. So as we enter into new territories in God, God is releasing revelation. He's releasing reassurance. He's releasing the grace of his presence as a gift. And it's unexpected. He visited me yesterday with an unexpected presence. And it was just so beautiful. The presence of the Lord has really, really, really been challenging me in many ways, just in a spirit of beauty. How many know the Bible says that he will beautify the meek with salvation and that salvation, that saving grace has been all over me. And I'm just so grateful to God for what he's doing in my life, my businesses, what he's doing in the lives of the listeners of this podcast. I get testimonies all the time. So remember, do not be afraid of the presence of the Lord. Engage him. God will meet you where you meet him. But I got a question I want to ask everybody today before we get into the podcast. I'm excited about today. It's going to be great. What is sweeter than success? What is sweeter than success? I want to prepare your heart today for purpose. I want to prepare your heart today for purpose. Purpose is sweeter than success. How is purpose sweeter than success? Because you can't get to success in God without fulfilling a purpose or pursuing the purposes of God. So a lot of people are chasing success. We're chasing this and chasing that, but God wants me to really release a clarion call today. God is really, really, really beckoning those that want to know what's on his mind, what's in the heart of God for this season. I'm going to be releasing that word today prophetically. We're going to prepare you for purpose. The Bible says in Judges 14 and 14, he said unto them, out of the eater came forth meat out of the strong came forth sweetness and they could not in three days expound the riddle out of the eater came forth meat out of the strong came forth sweetness they could not in three days expound the riddle i watched the movie last night um samson i i talk about samson a lot i love samson as a matter of fact earlier in the year we discussed the 12 tribes we only got up to judah who's the fourth son there are eight sons left the next son when we're finished with the um strategies for success series we will get back into the tribe of dan We'll finish up with Judah and go into Dan. Dan being the fifth son. Oh my God, nobody ever talks about it, but there are so many powerful, powerful glories that come from that tribe of Dan. You got to understand this is the time of the judges. Oh my goodness, I'm not going to get ahead of myself, but I want you to remember that purpose and something else that I'm going to share later is much sweeter than success. So we're going to share in that sweetness today. We're going to even release lots of revelation. Get your pen and paper handy. There are going to be some things you're going to learn that I guarantee you've never heard that are going to open your eyes and God is going to cause you to be enlightened by the hope of his calling, the hope of his calling, the hope of his calling for hope deferred makes the heart sick. Oh my God, we don't want to make the heart of the Lord sick. We want to fulfill the will of God for our lives in the name of Jesus. So right now, God, we just thank you for building a strong fortitude of fulfillment. Let the month of September be filled with strength and stronger possibilities in the name of Jesus. We're going to breathe recap. We're going to recap. Last week, I didn't have enough time to get into one of my favorite passages. We talked about the five greatest power moves for September in the Strategies for Success series, part nine. We talked about power, the P being purpose, that you would operate in a dimension of greatness for your destiny would be fulfilled because God declared that before he knew you, he ordained you for a particular purpose. So the P in power is purpose. Then there's operating. The O in power means you need to operate at a, at a particular capacity. You can't just say that you ran the race. How did you run the race? How did you operate the business? How did you handle the ministry? What is your level of operation? Your anointing, your anointing of 
effectual working power boils down to your operative anointing. How are you operating in the things of God? At what capacity? At what force? At what velocity? There are different levels to everything that we do and everything we attempt to attain. What was your spirit man like? What was your demeanor like? What was your character like? Then there are works. The W in power is works. What are works? These are the manifested, concrete, established attributes that you have signified as a work of the Lord in the earth realm, manifesting works, manifesting operations. Once you have an operation, it has to manifest itself. It doesn't make any sense to bake the cookies in the kitchen, but not sell the cookies. It doesn't make any sense to build the, the business in the basement, but not release it to the world. So the once the works have been established, they must be released. We're going to share some very powerful things that are going to change your life forever. And then the E in power is the earth realm. Why? Because you need to understand that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof and that he's given us dominion in the realm of the earth for strategic placement and strategic purpose. The R in power is realm. Why? Because the realm represents opportunities. So God gives you a destiny that he wants you to operate in, that he wants you to fulfill works in, in the realm of the earth, in the opportunities of this earth that he's given us as a purpose of dominion to subdue and declare his works that people would see your good works and glorify your father who's in heaven. We talked about first Samuel 17, 39, David girded his sword upon his armor and he decided to go for he had not proved it. David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these for I have not proved them. And David put them off of him. Now this is very important in this season. We talked about last week that God is doing a new thing. He's giving you opportunities to conquer your field, your level, your uh, spectrum of specialization and expertise in the realm of the earth. Whatever it is that you do, whatever you believe you're called to do, you're going to take out that Philistine spirit, that that chief or captain of that host that's hindering you. And then you're also going to take position in the kingdom, just like David had to destroy the Philistines. He had to destroy Goliath. Then he had to move into the kingdom and establish a royal anointing through the tribe of Judah to oversee the people of God. So God is saying that not only do I want you to be um, victorious in the realm of the earth, but I also want you to relay and release and share that victory in my kingdom for such a time as this. Now, David aside, what do you mean he aside? That means he hesitated to use these particular weapons. Why? Because of value. He didn't have value. He didn't have hope. He didn't have faith. He didn't have the heart to use these particular weapons. Why? Because the valuation and the strength of those things were too low. Now, God also wants to speak to the people about valuation. Make sure that you put a value on the things that you're using. Put value on the people you're doing business with. Put value on the weapons that you're using, the business mechanisms, your website, all kinds of things that you're using for success in this hour. Make sure that you have valuation. We even have a tool, a software that we're de developing to help people determine the valuation of what they're actually doing as they build businesses, as they attempt to endeavor in ministry. You have to put a valuation that way you know your potential. So the Bible says that David aside to go for he had not proved them. He had not valued them. He had not estimated what is the return on this investment if I use these weapons. So he took him down. He took his staff. He took the five smooth stones. He took the script. He took the sling. These five weapons that he took were all proven. The staff was proven through Moses. It's going to guide. It's going to drive you. It's going to give you direction. The five smooth stones represent the grace of God to build. The stones are smooth because they were chosen carefully. You're going to have to choose in this season very carefully. The shepherd's bag represents the instruments, the tools that you're going to take from experience, from 
fellowshipping with people, from working your job, from being in ministry, from casting out demons, everything you've experienced unto this point is your shepherd's bag. You need that experience. Even as you go into a new place and God is doing a new thing, you need to keep that experience in a shepherd's bag. What is the script? The script is the wallet. The script is the purse. The script is the thing that's going to cause you to travel and collect revenue, travel and collect as you go on about your day. And then you took the sling, take the sling, which is the access, the boomerang access. You're going to destroy the enemy with one smooth stone. You're going to knock them down and that's going to give you the objective and it's going to give you the momentum to kill the enemy. So you're going to carve out a circular motion with that sling. It's going to cause movement. It's going to be like a door, an open door as you destroy the works of the enemy. So listen to last week. If you missed it, you got to go back and listen. It was very, very great. God wants us to draw near to the Philistine, 1 Samuel 17, 51. Therefore, David ran. He stood upon the Philistine. He took his sword. He drew it out of the sheath and he slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw that their champion was dead, they fled. Come on. Who's going after the captain? Who's going after the chief? Who's going after the manager, the supervisor? Not to kill them, but to destroy the principality that's hindering hindering the movement of God in your life. So let's just get onto the word today. Who needs super strength? We all need strength, but who wants super strength? I'm going to talk about super strength today. God released a very beautiful word, very prophetic, very saturated in love. I mean, it was beautiful. Joshua 1 and 7 says, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law, which Moses, my servant commanded thee, turn not from it to the right or to the left that thou mayest prosper wherever you go. Now we all have heard this from time to time. We all know that Joshua was the one that took the people into the promised land. But God is saying that before I move you, before I usher you into a new place, I need you to understand strength. Now, the way that I'm gonna discuss strength today, you've never heard it like this before. It's gonna be very beautiful and I'm, I'm honored to share it. So just um, hold your horses. We're gonna discuss the strength of God in the month of September in a very beautiful way. In this passage, strong, be thou strong. And let me add, it says, only be. You can't be anything else. You can't be tired and strong. You can't be gossiping and strong. You can't be fearful and strong. You can't be um, occupied and strong. You need to be strong and not courageous, but very courageous. The courage speaks to the matters of the heart. So we're going to discuss some things that are very revelatory. The spirit of revelation has released this word for today. Strong in this passage means to seize. It means to continue, to strengthen, to encourage, to be valiant. And valiant means to be, to have heroism. In the field that you're in, are you considered a hero? If you're not considered a hero, then you have levels to climb. Courageous in this passage means to establish, to increase or confirm. So you need to establish the heart of bravery before we move into this next season. And moreover, he said unto me, son of man, all my words that I speak unto thee, receive in thine heart and hear with thine ears. So as I begin to release the revelation of the Lord, you need to hear this with your heart. It's going to be very beautiful. So we hear about the strength of God all the time, but there's so much more that we need to explore. Super strength is a dynamic anointing of operation. Super strength is going over and beyond. It's the exceeding abundantly above. No one talks about strength. The, the Bible talks a lot about the strength of God. And when it talks about the strength of God, it talks to the right 
right hand. It talks about the hand, the arm, the stretched out arm. These speak of works, making things, handymen, uh, workmanship, making things and creating things. Okay. So I need you to understand that the strength of God is from a creative place. I'm going to discuss that very, very beautifully. Psalms 27, 14, it says to wait on the Lord, to be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say on the Lord. This is not speaking of stagnation. This is not speaking of being still. It's talking about establishing. That wait means to establish the strength of God. What do you mean? Strength is a structure. Strength is tenacity. Strength is renewing. Strength is an executive order. It's an execution. Strength is nectua. Strength is greatness. Strength is transforming your heart. That's S. T-R-E-N-G-T-H. That's our acronym for this month. Strength. Strength is structure. Now, God revealed this to me in prayer about a week ago. He showed me that strength is the structure. If you're falling, if you're weak, if that business will not take off, if that ministry is lacking or suffering in any way, you have to refer back to the structure. If the timing is off, the T in strength represents timing and tenacity because the timing and the force that you use must go hand in hand. You can be bold and you can be bad, but at the wrong time. You can be steadfast, you can be unmovable, but at the wrong time. So God is releasing the sensitivity of the Holy Ghost to understand the timing and the shift into greatness in this season. The Bible says that you will be renewed. They that wait upon the Lord shall be renewed. They will mount up with wings as eagles. They will walk and not be weary. So the renewal is coming as a method of strength. The renewal means that the way you've been doing it is being changed. The way that you've been seeing it, your vision is being changed. Your vision is being increased. Your vision is being elevated. Why? Because the E in strength represents execution. So you have to execute. The word of the Lord was prophesied to you nine years ago. You haven't moved one bit. They told you you would own a mall. You haven't looked at one piece of property. They told you that you would have an old woman's shelter. You have not even ministered to one senior citizen yet. They told you that the word of the Lord would come in your life quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, that God has already signed an executive order, but you haven't taken a step. God says execution is a matter of the heart. If you haven't executed the word of the Lord, God is always about forward momentum. God doesn't speak a word and then take a nap. God speaks a word and it shall be so. The end and strength represents newness, and Neptua. Now, what is Neptua? Neptua is a revelation God gave me a year ago or so. It talks about the springing forth. It talks about things that are coming out of the earth. They're rising. Neptua also represents a breakthrough. So it's also representing a fountain of water that's gushing forth. I want you to think of Niagara Falls when I say Neptua. So strength is a structure of timing, of tenacity that's renewing an executive order for a Niagara Falls experience in your life. Why? For greatness. The G in strength is greatness. Why? Because it's going to transform your heart to bless the lives of others. So let's get into the word of God. Oh, I'm doing good on my timing today. (laughs) So the strength of God, we all know strength looks like muscles and bodybuilding and things like that. But exercising your muscles is really to encourage the potential of your muscles. You don't want to be strong 
so that you can just be strong. It's like I travel a lot. So when I, I, I work out too as much as I possibly can. So before I go on a trip, I work out a lot so that when I get to where I'm going, I'm not tired. Um, if I have to walk up mountains, I'm prepared. If I have to do this and do that, I want to be prepared. I don't want people leaving me. I don't want people walking faster than me. I just want to be able to keep up with what's going on because I do a lot of activities. I travel a lot. As a matter of fact, I'm preparing to go to the Grand Canyon for my mother's birthday, my mother's 65th birthday. I can't wait, mom. And so um, I'm, I'm getting in shape for that because I know I'm going to be outside. I'm going to be walking, hiking. So I prepare myself. Exercising is always about potential. Now watch this revelation. It's very beautiful. We could all use more strength because strength is made perfect in weakness. Why? Because of potential. The weakness says there's potential there. My God. So when God is moving in a method or a realm, which a realm represents opportunities, he's saying, I have an opportunity to build on this potential. We know God is a master builder. Our muscles have a foundation. Our structural foundation are our bones. The bones are underneath the muscle, the sinews. He spoke to, it to Ezekiel and said, command the dry bones to stand up. So the first thing that stands in your life is the structure, which is the bones. But the bones represent the potential, the outline. Everyone has a different set of bones. Your bones, uh, my bones are not the same as my daughter's. They're different. If I work out for 30 days, she works out for 30 days. The outcome will be very different because of the structure of the way we're built. So God says everyone has a customized foundation for building their life, for building their greatness. The design of our muscles differ, okay? So as we exercise our spiritual muscles, our spiritual giftedness, it's important to understand that the muscle that's most important is the heart. It's the most important muscle in your body. Someone said the other day, how come the heart doesn't get tired or doesn't exhaust? Because God showed me your purpose doesn't get tired. Your purpose should never exhaust. If your heart stops, that's the only time your purpose should stop. If your heart can continue to beat, boom, 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 consistently, your purpose should continue to beat consistently. God is love. He that loveth not knoweth not God. So the first and primary aspect we want to understand for the strength of God is it comes from love. Why does it come from love? Love is the source. The reason that there are trees, you're driving down the highway you see trees and like these trees have been here for thousands of years these sand the sand and these rocks have been here how is that so because it comes from love because love is the resource so God says to speak to my people prepare their heart to become a resource if you haven't become a resource if I ask you what is your resource you have to be able to tell me and God says tell the people check the purpose of your relationship heart or your relationship resources. Check the purpose of your business heart, your business resources. Check the purpose of your ministry heart, your ministry resources, your family heart, your family resources, money heart, your money resources. These are all skeletal structures. The heart within itself has its own skeleton. Did you guys know the heart has its own skeleton because it's meant to sustain the other organs and the other attributes to cause you to live a healthy life. Why do we consider love being the heart? How do we not know that love is not the kidney? How do we know that love is not the, um, the, the liver? How do we know that love is not the brain? Why do we think that love comes from the heart that's in our chest? That's because of the purpose of the heart. It's meant to infuse itself 
pump the blood, the blood representing the salvation grace of God. The oxygen is in the blood to get to the other organs in the body and cause that blood and that oxygen, that air, that Ruach breath that Ezekiel spoke to the dry bones to stand up and live. That is the breath of God that will cause you to live and stand an exceeding great army. That's how we know that love comes from the heart. So God is even saying to check your physical health, even dance in the midst of the spirit. Dancing is also a form of exercise. God says that that's why he tells his people to dance and sing before the Lord because it not only exercises your spiritual heart, but your physical heart. Okay. Got some very powerful revelations today. Heart is the basis of purpose. Heart is the basis of purpose. They say that some people have irregular heartbeats. There's some people that have heart murmurs, enlarged hearts, clogged valves, clogged arteries. This signifies a person not operating in the purpose. The beat of your heart must be the pace of your purpose. The murmur of your heart must be the sound of your purpose. The enlarged heart, that is a problem because that means the tools causing the heart to flow and operate are big enough to reach the size of that heart. The heart is too big for the cavity of the chest. So God is saying, as I enlarge your heart, your resources much match your destiny, your resources that you're offering much match your purpose. The resources that you're offering must match the will of God. Proverbs 4.23 says, keep thy heart with all diligence for out of it flow the issues of life. The Bible also says that hope deferred make the heart sick, but when the desire cometh, it is a tree of life. So God is saying that life and the heart and the desire and the hope and the purpose are what he's focused on. That's his mind. That's his heart. That's his will for in this time. The Bible says there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear because fear has torment. He that fears is not made perfect in love. Perfection and love go together. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. So perfection and love go hand in hand. The Bible says, God is my strength and power. He maketh my way perfect. So God is saying that purpose, purpose, purpose is going to make you a super duper strength. It's going to make you a strength in the realm of the church, a strength in the realm of the earth. It's going to cause you to pull down pillars, pull down territories, pull down dominion, pull down things in your life that shouldn't be there, that you can flow and operate in the realm of the Lord. Oh my God, I didn't have time to finish this. I want to talk about the exhaustible resources. Ephesians 3.16, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. Come back on Monday. It's going to be great. We got some more strength for you. Super duper strength, sweet strength, sweeter than the honey, than the honey. Oh, oh my God. It's going to be great. Thank you for listening again to the dimensions of greatness. Be great for the remainder of the week and we'll see you on Monday. God bless you. Goodbye.